What's up, everybody? This is your girl, Cece, What Where It Begins Magazine, and I got my co-host on the line. Hey, Mickey Monday, how are you? I'm doing well, C. How are you? I'm good. Happy Tuesday. Yeah, happy Tuesday to you, too. Thank you. Well, we have a special guest on the line. I'm going to let her introduce herself or where, who she is and, where she, and what she do. Hi, my name is Glennis Albright, and I am the owner of Glennis's Products, better known as Glennis's Kitchen Products. And I'm a wife, mother, and businesswoman, and also the founder of a uh, wonderful uh, foundation uh, entitled Maine. Uh, I love to sing, dance, do word puzzles, and by trade, I'm a nutritional therapist, and I love cooking, baking, and just having fun. Awesome. So what made you even get into that field and start this business? What motivated you? Well, I have a heavy science background, but in the early 90s, I became very ill. So my diet and my lifestyle had to change. And given that, that, that sort of death sentence, because uh, I was suffering from a mild form of leukemia, uh, I decided to turn my life around and start cooking, baking, and uh, just taking better care of myself. I ate pretty well, worked out all the time, but I have very bad uh, eating habits, you know, eating on the run, being a businesswoman, wife, mother, and the whole bit, the things that we do. And so I decided to um, go into the culinary arts. I always loved to cook. So I figured, let me put this science to work and start creating foods that would help me to heal and became a business. Okay, well, what's your favorite dish that you like to cook up? Oh, gosh, Ooh, that's my favorite. <laughs> really, my favorite is what anyone wants to eat. If someone approached me and say, you know, uh, Glennis, I want this, you know, I want some gumbo, I want some fried chicken or whatever. I, I don't know if I have a favorite. I love cooking everything. And I oh. love trying new things too. Yes. I got you. Okay, mm -hmm. okay now. So I just have to ask you, how how did you end up becoming, you know, the waffle queen? Because I noticed, you, you know, you cook a lot of things. You have a lot of stuff on your website, recipes and things like that. But this is what you're known for. So how did that come into fruition? Right. It's so funny because when people come here and they want something to eat, I tell them I can do all things, you know, just mm -hmm. give me a chance. But they only ask for my waffles. Like, can you please pick some fried chicken and waffles? And I didn't know, I grew up in New Orleans, so I didn't know anything about chicken and waffles until I moved to California. But uh, after moving to California, um, you know, knowing how to cook and bake, people would ask me to do stuff. I did my own little waffle mix, especially during college. Because, you know, you kind of pour uh, during your college days. You're trying to, you know, pinch your pennies and, and make the pennies stretch and the whole bit. So all my sorority sisters, people who I was studying with, they would go, Glennis, can you make me some of those waffles? And after a while, I just, they just started calling me the Waffle Queen. I had so many names, but Waffle Queen was the main one because after marriage, all of our friends in the music industry, the medical field, whatever, they would come over to the house and that's what they would ask for. And they would say, come on, Waffle Queen, whip up some of those waffles. And it just became a big deal. And today, I'm known globally as the Queen, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So, 
So tell us a little more about how you got started cooking. I mean, was it something that, you know, you might have like gotten from, you know, like an elder or is it yeah. you just kind of just kind of came across it yourself where you just was just trying things and then you felt out that certain things worked or how did that come? Well, come you know, just growing up in New Orleans, watching my um, my grandmother spend a lot of time with my great grandmother. So I had the honor of getting to know her and, and meet her. Uh, my mom and dad cooked, just about everybody in the family cooked. So that was just one of the things that we did. And uh, at the age of 10, my father got into a real bad car accident and that forced my mom to work. So this meant coming in from school, having dinner cooked and ready when my mom got home from work. So I would take care of the family. So yeah, it was just one of those things where I enjoy cooking and I enjoy baking. So it just kind of, you know, that natural talent that, that fell into my lap. Okay. Yes, okay. that's amazing. It is. Truly. And I definitely it wasn't a chore. Hear... I'm sorry. It wasn't a chore at all. <laughs> it was something that I really enjoyed doing. Yeah. Yeah. That's what that's what happens when you love something. You just it, it doesn't become a chore. It's just you just enjoy it so much. Yeah. Yeah. Very passionate about it. Very but tell us about this. I'm sorry, go ahead. I said very, very passionate about it. I love cooking and baking. Uh, that is not one of my specialties, but I do <laughs> want to hear about your experience you had on the cruise going to what it was, Australia. Oh yeah, we've been. Yeah. I've been cruising, uh, yes, I've been cruising since um, 2007. That's when I first started doing the cooking demos on the cruise ship, the jazz cruises. And so so far, it's been Celebrity Cruise Line. Uh, Holland America, and uh, God, there's one more facility, Holland America, or oh, Royal Caribbean that have okay. had my food. So I really, really enjoy it. But Dave Cause invited me on his cruise. And so every time Gerald's, you know, one of the principal artists, then I would always ask too, well, do you need me to do anything? And he would say, yeah, you know, can you be a part of the cooking demonstration? demonstration. I go, oh, yeah, I could do that. And then he would kind of tell me what the theme is, you know, what he wants and that kind of thing. But everyone wanted waffles. And at that time, you know, around 2007 or so, I was doing my waffles all the time, but I didn't want to give up the recipe. So I said, you know, uh, I don't know if I want to do the waffles because then I would have to teach the executive chef how to do it. It wasn't quite ready. So it wasn't until 2015 that's when Dave said, Glennis, uh, please, can you do the waffles? So I, we were going to Rome, Italy, and I did oh. the waffle demonstration, but I bought my mix on the ship with me, put it in my suitcase. Then two years went by, and all the folks were saying, you know, we've been watching you since 2007 doing the, uh, the demonstrations of, you know, cookies, cakes, pies, whatever. We are tired of tasting a little bit. We want the real deal. So in uh. 2017, Dave said, can you do the waffles for the entire ship? We're talking 7,000 people. And I don't want it to be a demonstration. We want it to be in the main dining room. And that was, oh my gosh, my heart just felt like, what, really? Yes. So uh, and then 2019, we went to Australia. 
we had two pallets of my waffle mix, you know, they come in the big cases. And I had to work with the executive chef and the staff and we served waffles in the main dining room. So I had to feed 7,000 people. It was absolutely wonderful. Now I don't do any, anything. I go in two days early because we went for 16 days. Okay. So I arrive a couple of days before the crew starts, work with the executive chef and the staff, go over how it's done. And then we figure out how are we gonna do the assembly line so that all 7,000 people are not you know, waiting in line in the whole bit. So it was just a wonderful experience. Just to say that, you know, I have three cruise lines that have had my products and then to make it to the main dining room, to go from doing a demo where you just get a little taste to now you walk into the dining room, 8.30 to have breakfast or 10.30 and I'm on the menu. So that was just a wonderful experience. And I always thank Dave for that because that was a wonderful opportunity uh, to be in the main dining room to have my stuff you know, on the ship. Wow, that's a blessing. That is a real it blessing. Was a wonderful, wonderful blessing. Because after um, we left, um, let me see, in 2019, that was Australia. Um, I told the, the, the folks, hey, as soon as we land, go to glenniskitchen.com and I will ship the product to you. So it was a very, very good experience. But it all started in 2017 when I did the waffles for the first time on, on the Dave Cause Cruise. We didn't even have the product created yet, you know, manufactured yet. I wanted mm -hmm. to. So here we are, 7,000 people again from all over the world tasting the product. And so then that's when I really became, you know, the waffle queen, not America's waffle queen, but the waffle queen. So it's just a great feeling to have people from, you know, Australia and uh, right. different parts of Europe, Singapore, everywhere saying, you know, I want to get your product. So as soon as we got to back to the States in 2017, um, I manufactured my wall mix and my coating mix, and we've been pumping ever since. So the company is only three years old, we're three and a half years old, okay. and we're known worldwide. Awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh. I'm, you probably saw me grinning from ear to ear because I heard you mention the name Dave Cause, and that's like one of my dad's favorite uh, jazz musicians. So that's awesome that you were able to do something with him and and you know continue your line of work through the cruise ships, yeah, uh, through that cruise, He's that jazz cruise. Wonderful guy. He's a wonderful friend. I've been knowing Dave for over over twenty five years. So we've wow. come a long way and, you know, anything you'll ask, come on, Glennis, let's do something special, you know, on the cruise ship. And I go, okay, let me, let me think of something. And I always try to uh, blend the cultures because, mm -hmm. you know, he's Jewish, I'm Christian and uh, I grew up in New Orleans. So one time we, we actually did sweet potato latkes on the cruise ship. As you know, for one of the Jewish holidays, they eat latkes. Right. And I, you know, instead of using potatoes, I'm gonna throw a little New Orleans thing in it, a little Southern stuff, a little blackness, some color. And I said, we're gonna do sweet potato latkes. And instead of putting sour cream on top, I did mm. a sweet uh, cream cheese on top. Wow. And it sort of reminded you of uh, the Creole cream cheese that I ate in New Orleans. And then I did a. Um, instead of applesauce, a chunk hot apple uh, dessert that goes on top of it. And wow. we couldn't do it, uh, you know, it just wasn't enough mm -hmm. for so long where people were coming back saying, you gotta 
We got to make some more. So it's always been fun on Bruce's, uh, you know, to do my cooking demonstrations. Oh my goodness. Mm. That sounds off the it does. That sounds so good. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? While we're interviewing, I just I quickly text my dad. So I'm like, "Hey, dad, guess who I'm talking to?" And he's like, "Who?" And I said, "Glennis Albright, Gerald Albright's wife." He's like, "Oh, really?" And I'm just finding out that he loves Gerald Albright too. So I'm I'm gonna have to show him this later. This is great. This is so good. So speaking of that, Gerald, 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 my baby, my junior high school sweetheart. I met Gerald at 13 years old. Oh and my goodness! Together ever since next year, we will we will be celebrating fifty years together. Wow! wow. Congratulations! Yes, congratulations! Yes. Awesome, yes. Man. yes, exactly. <laughs> I almost cry whenever I talk about him. But you know, oh. you can't talk about me without talking about Gerald. I mean, he he is me. Course, He's a part of, of me. You know, yeah, absolutely. So what can I say? Definitely. And I, I was just going to ask you, with uh, you know, with last year being you know a stay at home kind of thing um you know i'm sure your husband was home a lot for the most part oh did you guys yeah yeah I mean, everything yeah. was canceled cruises were canceled right concerts were canceled yeah. you know his tours were canceled my tour the waffle queen tour all that was canceled so we had to reinvent ourselves here at mm -hmm. home oh for sure so i, yeah. I was going to ask you like does he throw down too like do you guys kind of do a you know who can cook better kind of do or he does he have a recipe that he sticks to like oh I'm gonna I'm do something special tonight does he does he, <laughs> does he ever knock you off your feet with his cooking? Gerald will handle breakfast. I taught him a long time ago how to do oatmeal, cream of wheat, grits, okay. and scrambled eggs, and he is the master at those. So if you want like a meal for dinner or lunch. Gerald is not the guy. That's a lot the of guys. Breakfast starts it off, so breakfast is the deal right there. That's what breakfast started the day. So. Yes, and when the kids come home, I have two adult children, Selena and Brandon. Uh, when they come home, now it's you know, is Dad gonna fix us breakfast? And I finally asked him, I go, wait a minute, so you don't want my cream of wheat? You don't want my <laughs> oatmeal or scrambled eggs? And Selena and Brandon finally told me that um, they like dad's cream of wheat better. So I was like, really? And I said, why? They go, well, because every now and then you get a little lump and they like munching on the lump. So I go, okay, because my cream of wheat is smooth, okay? <laughs> but dad has a few little lumps and, and they like that. So I go, okay, all right, you know, so yeah, dad, yes. Okay, it's a little quirks, wow. So, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me. So my next question is how, you know, how was it the process getting involved with a um, couple of retail stores? Cause I know you got, you, you have, you have your mix that you sell in various brand, uh, brand stores like TJ Maxx and like home goods, so yeah. forth and so on. So what, you know, how was that experience overall just getting Woo! everything into position? It was a process. Um, it took over a year to get into home goods. So I would say it's called TJ Maxx Company Stores, which owns Home Goods, uh, Marshalls, TJ Maxx, and Home Sense. And it's really about who you know. Yeah. Uh, you have to find the right contact person to get to the buyer. And, um, and then you have to keep writing in and, you know, calling and practically begging, really, to say, you know, can you 
try my product. And I started shipping out product to everybody, all the grocery stores. And, you know, I got a lot of rejections. No, some people just don't answer at all. And finally, you know, it clicked where uh, TJ Maxx companies uh, contacted me again and said, okay, well, let's, let's try your product. So I shipped out um, the waffle mix and the Cody mix for one of their buyers to try. And uh, once I spoke to her, she says, you know, why don't you come up with another mix, a scratch mix, something that's basic. Because uh, a lot of the people, not only are they doing, you know, breakfast foods, but they like to do cookies and cakes and pies and stuff like that. So that's how the scratch mix, you know, came about. And by the way, TJ Maxx companies, Home Goods, Marshalls, um, they bought out all the scratch mix. So I have no scratch mix. Uh, in my warehouse at all. So that's a wonderful thing. Uh, but it was really, really a great experience to um, have my products, you know, in uh, home goods. And then my audience, I would ask them, uh, let me know where you saw the product, take a picture, show proof that you bought it, and I'll send you a prize. And that way I was able to track where my product was. So the product ended up being in all of the Midwest, the South, and then the East. So I'm hoping that they place another order where we get the West Coast and then the central part of the U.S. as well, because I would like for people here in Colorado to, to uh, taste my product as well, or to have access to it at the stores, because they order from the website all the time. And then the West Coast, you know, those were all my, my friends, my old friends are. I would like for them to be able to walk into the store and see the product as well. But it's been a wonderful experience. And then Zulily heard about me and that was great because Zulily uh, uh, allowed my product to be um, sold in Australia. They have five different uh, distribution centers in um, Singapore, uh, you know, the UK. And just to know that someone from way across the globe can just go to Zulily.com and get my product shipped to them. That's just a wonderful thing. And I do have one other surprise. Um, I just signed on with QVC. So wow. I'm waiting to go through wow. all the legalities. <laughs> but um, yeah, okay. I'm going to sign in with QVC.com. I'm going to start off with their website first and see how that goes. And then we'll advance to television. Because, you know, once you're on TV, it's, it's huge. And I just want to make right. sure that I'm ready. You know, I have enough product in the warehouse. Uh, to handle all of that. So I'm very, very grateful that even through COVID, I did my uh, the most sales during COVID times. It started in March and we're still pumping. So I'm just grateful to God uh, to have that opportunity to sell my product uh, during a time during a pandemic. But you know, we have to eat during a pandemic, right? Exactly. <laughs> and that was our kids. We're like, okay, you got to have food. So come on, you know, order the product. And we're always running, you know, sales. Like right now for Black History Month, um, it's 15% off. Any uh, orders that are $55 and over, you get 15% uh, off. Uh, and I, I usually always add in some extra. So people all over the world call me Auntie G because they know that when they place their order, something, some little surprise is gonna be inside. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I need to go yeah. on there and look. I'm not a big baker and cooker, but I can do a little something here and there. So there you go. I'm gonna go yeah. ahead and try this out so I can get yeah. my views on it. Yeah, and the mm -hmm. recipes are on the website. 
Um, just think about it. If you're not, you know, a cook, you're not handy in the kitchen. Uh, the coating mix, you can use it on everything, not only chicken, because that's why we changed the name from uh, Glennis's poultry coating mix to Glennis's kitchen all-purpose coating mix. Because people were saying, well, I use it on my pork chops. I use it on my fish. I use it on my lobster tails. So I'm like, okay, we have to change the name a little bit because people are using it for everything. Um, everything is in the box except for your meat. So you, it, when you open the box of all-purpose coating mix, it has um, the buttermilk soak. And if you're not vegan, give it to a, another friend because it does have buttermilk, eggs, you know, and salt in it. So you soak your chicken or meat overnight. And then there's another larger bag inside where you uh, dredge your, you know, your meats in. And then you can fry it, you can bake it, or you can air fry it. So for those uh, out there, the health nuts out there, you don't have to use the oil. But when I do use oil, I use sacolar oil because you get a better result for that. And it's healthier too. And then for the waffles, you just need cream and eggs. It's just two, two ingredients, that's it. And then my waffle mix. So it's so easy. It's really, really easy. You got to try it. <laughs> you make it sound so good too. Like just the way you're describing it, it's like, oh, that just sounds so tasty. <laughs> now, although it is a comfort food, it is a comfort food because I come from a health background. I do create everything in the healthiest way that I can. So, you know, you can't eat waffles every day, but if you check my nutritional facts, you'll see that I use real flour. Um, I don't use artificial sweeteners or colors because just think about it. We have so many delicious herbs and spices that can give us the color. We have cinnamon. It can give us that reddish orange color, nutmeg, allspice, vanilla, turmeric can give us that yellow color instead of using the yellow dye. So all those things are in my products. And so now you're getting three things. You're getting the smell, you're getting the taste, and you're getting the health benefit even though you're eating a waffle, which some people consider to be, uh, oh God, you're gonna get fat, you know, eating waffles, that kind of thing. Well, look at the nutritional right. facts. Two of my waffles, 140 calories. And that's wow. with fruit. Now, wow. once you start adding in all the syrup and putting on the butter and all that, now that's different. <laughs> <laughs> my waffles are so good, you don't need syrup. Okay, okay. Wow. all those <laughs> herbs and spices are inside of the waffle mix. So you don't need mm. it. So I gotta try this because I, I love waffles. I promise Ugh. you, you will not be, and even the coating mix, you don't need to add anything to it. Everything okay. is in the box. Okay. okay. And if you're lucky enough to get a box of the scratch mix and at Home Goods or TJ Maxx or Marshalls, then there's recipes on the website. And inside the box, there's two, uh, there's two recipes that come in the box. It's a little recipe card. So there's a gift mm -hmm. inside as well. So I try to wow. give you as much as, as I can give you so that there's less work for you to do. And then you can have fun in the kitchen. You can have fun with your kids, with your husband, or you know, just therapy for, for cooking and baking alone. I like to do it alone because it's, it's very therapeutic for me. But Gerald is on the side of the island, you know, to taste things for me. It makes it fun. <laughs> Oh you done sold me. Look, yeah. You done sold oh, me. Right. <laughs> me too. Because I love waffles. So. Yes. 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 And they will me. melt in your mouth. Okay. Uh -huh. I'm warning you. They're so light. They're so light that it'll, it's like eating air. That's what someone told me. It came to the house and it go, 
these waffles are like eating air. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Like <laughs> you can't have two before you get, and it doesn't leave you with that full heavy feeling that you get when you eat, you know, other brands. It's very yeah. light and crispy. So, yeah. Ooh. Okay, well, yeah. you, you got a new customer over here. Try it out. Yeah. And I will post it and tell you how it come out. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Okay. But you can check my um, Facebook page, Twitter, Instagram, and you see people who, uh, you know, post it, what they've done in the right. kitchen. And I love seeing that. I love seeing people in the kitchen uh, making my product. And it just is so rewarding. It, it really, really is coming from, uh, you know, uh, a background of having gone through a storm mm-hmm. where God had to give me several chances to see that I'm doing something for others that makes them feel good. It's just so important to me. Mm. That's awesome. So lucky, yeah. So great blessed. Yes. Very, very blessed, yes. <laughs> so I wanna ask you really quick, what's the hardest, well not hardest, but the most challenging thing with being a CEO? Because you have so many things that you have to do. I'm sure day to day, you know, what, what do you find to be the most challenging? Letting go. Mm. It's allowing the people who I've trained to do a job to do their job. I'm a control freak. Mm. And I have to be in the middle of everything. And, you know, it takes your family, my husband and my kids, to just tap me on the shoulder and say, Mom, just one third, back up a little bit. Let me do this. Because, you know, when I started, my first company, my family was there, you know, to help me. Mm-hmm. And I, here I am standing over their shoulder, making sure, and I have to trust that they're going to do the job well. So that was my hardest problem uh, as a CEO was not teaching because I love to teach, mm-hmm. um, but just watching and admiring and allowing them to, to be themselves. Because sometimes they can put their own little uh, into it and it may help. And instead of being uh, controlling and micromanaging everybody, it was hard, but I, I had to learn to do it because uh, it, it made the working environment better and, and comfortable too. Okay. But since you like to teach, um, what is some advice you can give to someone that wants to be, to pursue a position in the culinary field? Um, I would say for any field, uh, I created uh, what's called business CPR. And this okay. is what I tell everyone. And business CPR is advice to create, then protect it, whatever you create, before you release it. Because many times um, when we start a business, we have an idea and we want to tell everybody. So you got to keep your mouth shut. You know, my mom used to say, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. I kept saying, what does she mean by that? But right. I learned the hard way that you can't tell everybody what you're doing. So stay on your path. If you have a dream, continue with that dream. You know, create something that's, that's different. Because, uh, you know, there are a lot of companies out there that are doing, you know, waffles and pancakes. We all know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted to create something that was different. You want to make sure that your product stands out from the others. 
So that's why I tell people to create, you know, do something great. Keep your mouth shut, stay focused and do your thing. Then once you've done that, protect it. Make sure that you go through the legal uh, outlets to protect your brand, protect your product, whatever you've created, protect it. Because so many times we put it out there and then someone who may have a, you know, more money will say, mm, I could do that and I have the money to do it. And before you know it, your idea is already out there. So protect it, make sure that your, your drawings, your recipes, your, uh, uh, your name, everything is marked. Hire an attorney, don't take any shortcuts. I didn't, you know, save your money, hire an attorney, a patent attorney and, and make sure that your stuff is protected and then release it. Decide how you wanna release it. You may say, well, you know, I just wanna release this to the neighborhood because that's all I can handle. Or I just want to, you know, create uh, cookies, cakes, or whatever, um, just for my community. Gotcha. Ask yourself how far you want to go. I wanted, I wanted the world to know about my product, so that means that I really had to make sure that it was protected, because okay. not only am I seeing it here, or we're seeing it here in the states, but people are seeing it all over the country. So I have to make sure that little R with the circle around it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because you know with internet you can see a picture and say oh I want to do that I want to use that and I go go right ahead go right ahead because I know my attorneys will be right on them so make sure that before you release it you protect it and then you know release it again do step one all over again it, you don't have to hold on to a company you know I have five different companies but one of them I released but before you release it make sure that it's protected and uh, so that the world can know that this was something that you created. Um, so that's what that's the advice that I have. Create, protect, release. Business CPR from Glennis Alcorn standpoint. Yeah. I love it. Thank you. I needed wow. that. Yeah. <laughs> but Mickey Monday, you ready for trivia? Oh, definitely. Okay, so we have two questions for you. They're simple, basic questions that we like to do at the end of the interview. I know we have about eight minutes left. Um, so I'll go with mine. Mine is, what's the most adventurous thing you have ever done in your life? <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, I know my family is going to laugh when they hear this. Oh, gosh. I'm not adventurous at all. <laughs> and I, okay, let me just tell you, and I know it's a funny story, but, uh, you know, I like going on, uh, what do you call them, wild rides at, at amusement mm -hmm. parks. Okay. Uh, I don't swim. And I decided I'm going to get on this water ride. Ooh, I'm going to get on the water <laughs> ride. And it was, you know, where you sit in the inner tube and it goes yeah. all over the place and at the end right. it doesn't drop. Well... I got on the ride and it was moving kind of slow. Then all of a sudden it sped up and I got scared and I jumped off the ride. <laughs> oh, wow. Only, I didn't think that wow. Oh, it was an adventure because, um, and it was at Raging Waters in California. And when you get off the ride, all you have is the wall and it, you know how it looks like fake rocks? It go all the yeah. way, like the Matterhorn at Disneyland. Right. Yeah. So I, in order to get off the ride, now I would have to climb up to the top and crawl all the way to the beginning of the ride where I got on. Oh, wow. Now, when your adrenaline is pumping, you don't know how high up in the air you are. So there I am in my bathing suit and my hands are trembling and I'm climbing yeah. the walls. 
And all of a sudden I can, I did look down when I got up to the top and everyone looked like little ants. I'm like, I'm way up there. And I can hear people saying, hey, there's a woman climbing the wall. <laughs> and they're pointing up. All you see are people doing that. And I go, oh my gosh, I'm way up here. And I'm looking down. So I'm trembling and I'm crawling to get to it. And then I see all these people with yellow vests on. They were running to help me. So wow. that was a great wow. adventure. And from that point on, it was like no more water rides for me. That's <laughs> that was my adventure. But, but my kids, um, they make fun of me because they say, mom, you are one funny woman. Everything that happens in the family that you consider to be adventurous is really, really funny. Because, you know, my kids are adventurous. I mean, they do all this right. stuff, yeah. snowboarding and hang gliding right. and all that kind of stuff. But to me, that was, that was my funny adventure. Okay. okay. Wow. Mickey Monday, what's yours? <laughs> um, my question is, if you could take three things to a desert island, what would they be? Okay, three things to a desert island. Wow. I'd have to take my family with me. Okay. okay. For sure. So my family comes first. I'm going to guide my family. Okay. Um, I have to have music because I love to dance. Okay. And you guys know I, I do word puzzles, so I I gotta have my puzzles. I gotta have something okay. to keep me going. And I know most people say, "Well, I'll bring food, and this and that other." Look, <laughs> if I'm on an island, I'm gonna find some food. I'm gonna make some food. <laughs> right. <laughs> we'll make a fire. We'll do all this stuff if all the resources are there. But these are things that I I would say, you know, I would have to have my family with me. Yeah, yeah. And I gotta have music. I got right. to. That keeps me sane. And grounded, and uh, and I gotta have something that keeps my mind going, so I can continuously grow. You know, all the other things I have. You know, I have my faith. I know that God's gonna keep me safe. He's already instilled all these talents in me, so I can be creative enough to build while I'm on that island. But those okay. things, I would, I would take it. Awesome. Wonderful. Okay. But I want to say thanks for interviewing with us, us today. It has been awesome. You know, um, I'm definitely, you got a fan over here. I can't wait to try it out. And I just want to send blessings on your journey for 2021. Go ahead, Mickey Monday. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Same. I'm just going to echo CC's sentiments. You know, thank you for coming on the show and being a part of this experience. Um, and yeah, like, like she said, you have a fan. I've already bookmarked your shop page. So I will be looking at some of the um, some of the mixes to buy. I might even give them as gifts to some people because I mean they're they're affordable, they're reasonably priced. So why not? Yes, thank you. So and much. before we get off, can you just tell everybody where they can follow you? You can follow me. Well, first of all, you can order the product at GlennisKitchen.com, and that's G-L-Y-N-I-S Kitchen.com. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can go to Glennis Albright, Glennis's Kitchen are inside Glennis Kitchen. Okay. Well, thank you so much. We enjoyed you and have a blessed Tuesday. <laughs> you too. Thank you so much for having me. Have a good day. You're welcome. Thank you, you too. too. Right, bye-bye.